Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hi. This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Did you see what happened? LeBron James' son yesterday? Yeah, Bronny. Cardiac arrest. He was unconscious, mm-hmm. and he's going to be okay. But his heart actually stopped, and right. they had to figure out what is going on and why. He's entirely too young. He so he was at a at a workout at mm-hmm. USC, mm-hmm. Um, and the young man literally just went into cardiac arrest, kind of suddenly. Boom! It happened yeah. two day, two days ago, forty eight yeah. hours ago. Now he was in the ICU, mm-hmm. but he is out. Mm-hmm. He is out and in stable condition, per the family's reports. Right? Yeah. That's dog. I mean, he is entirely way too young. He is LeBron's oldest, but still entirely too. He's in college. I'm sorry, nobody in college should be going into cardiac arrest. Like, uh, period. He he's not even dog. He just graduated high school. (laughs) He ain't even in college. (laughs) Fine. He's he's gonna be a freshman in college, right? Yeah. No. He's 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 in. He's at USC level. Let's talk about it, right? So the hell. The the craziest part is the fact that nobody knows what happened, how it happened. Happen, but you think he's probably arguably one of the fittest people because of who his dad is, who he is. I mean, he's a basketball player, mm-hmm. constantly training because his dad has basketball, you know, proficiencies in his life. He's LeBron James. So it's like they got the trainers, they got the meal plan, they got the workouts, they got everything that would lead you to think that this is arguably one of the healthiest young men that assuming you could assume. Of. Right. He's doing it all. Oh, yeah. Assuming he's following yeah, all of those things and yeah. not using anything else. And you don't know if what kind of what the deal is with his heart. Does he have a heart condition? We don't right. know about I've something like this that with congenital heart disease. So many people. This is why you see people drop dead. They don't know they have it. They don't Underlying, know. There's yep. no genetic testing, or they don't know, and they have to find it out somehow like this. So it could be all kinds of things. I feel that. No, I feel that. We could that, be that. Very true. He could not know, and the family could not know, and all of a sudden now, boom, we know. I just look at a family like LeBron's and go, surely you tested for heart disease, but why would <laughs> right? you? Why would you? You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Well, he'll be okay. Yeah, he'll be okay. He's all he'll right be okay. now. Yes. Thank goodness. Or hit a button. <laughs> 103.7 Kiss FM, Ali and DZ live from the AdamDeputy.com studios. Another chance to go to us. To go to us. <laughs> to, co- to come with us. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for fixing that. Gotcha. To come gotcha, with huh? us to the Wisconsin State Fair to see Ludacris. DZ and I have our own VIP suite, and we're taking listeners with us. And that could be you at 745 today. Mm-hmm. You just got to be here. Don't miss it. And if you're not in the car, you're like, oh, I'm not going to be near my radio. That's why you listen on the Odyssey app. You listen to the radio on your on your phone now or, yeah. your, or your tablet or, or just tell Alexa to turn it on like my... My kids do all the time. Well, and everybody got earbuds. Just pop it in your ear. Yeah. You don't even gotta like listen to it out loud if you don't mm-hmm. want to. I mean, but you can. I know the office probably would enjoy it. They would. <laughs> all right. So coming up next, though, I need to know if I'm doing it right. I have a question for our listeners involving my children. You don't have to be a parent to answer this. Everyone's got an opinion on this. That's so vague, isn't it? Though that's so vague. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I need your help next. Are you doing it right? (laughs) And I'll tell you why. We've all been through this dilemma, even if you're not a parent, okay? Hmm. We'll talk about it next. Here is Post Malone. It's Chemical 103.7 KISS FM. I need your help, and you're going to help me. 103.7 KISS FM. Allie and DZ, live from the AdamDeputy.com studios. And I don't know what (laughs) What that was. What is going on? (laughs) 
Our, nothing is working right now, though. Yeah, we're having one of those days where, like, the computer's not working right. My computer wasn't coming on. It was just one of those, like, technical days that everybody has at work once in a while that really set you off. Press one button, didn't, didn't work, work for that button. So <laughs> now I'm like, oh, oh, so that button don't work? Okay, this button's not working? No, oh, right, we're we going to get it fixed, though. Don't surprise. worry about it, y'all. Surprise! Weppa! What do you mean, we're going to get it fixed? Good luck. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to go get my tools now. What do you, what you mean? <laughs> I'm going to name you the engineer. <laughs> hope Joe's listening, our engineer, as he drives into that one. All right. I don't know if I should be taking Owen and Hudson to see the Barbie movie. I said it. What? Okay, I Wait, why? Because it's PG-13, and I don't care about that because I took Owen to Transformers. Mm-hmm. And this was a whole discussion with Transformers was, I want to go see it, but it's PG-13. I'm like, well, you're 11. You're going to be 12. You're in. Because I don't care. I just don't want to deal with the anxiety and nightmares that they get from seeing certain mm-hmm. things. If they're emotionally mature enough, which Owen seemed to be, Transformers mm-hmm. didn't even phase him, then right. let's go to PG-13 movies all day, kid. Right. I'm in. Right. My only thing to ever stop me from taking them wasn't I was... I'm not worried about them hearing bad words. Right. I'm not sure. worried about, well, I mean, even vi- the violence scares them sometimes. That's the kind no, that of stuff sense. that I worry about, you know, when they're little. But I think we're in the clear. I understand that. But this Barbie movie, everyone's been talking about how it's a Barbie movie, yet it's PG-13. And people are like, is it kid-friendly or not? It's a <laughs> it's a kid's toy, but you made it PG-13. Make it make sense, everybody. Right. Are we allowed to take kids to this? <laughs> right. Is this okay for my child to watch? And it's a kid's it's a kid's toy. It makes no sense Is this to an me. adult Barbie movie? <laughs> like, what What's you, going on? What you mean PG-13? Well, yeah, because there's certain, certain suggested material that you yeah. start teetering with different ratings, right? And PG-13, for some parents, can be a no-no depending on the age of the child. It's like doing a Super Mario movie and making it PG-13. Mm-hmm. And then my kid's like, why is it PG-13? Well, you they, know? they made a rated R Winnie the Pooh movie. So <laughs> it's they not a... They Well, it was a horror movie. Oh. Now, after they sold the rights, like... like what? Yeah, that's going off on a tangent. Okay. Like, the, the the rights to the Winnie the Pooh were finally up, so plenty of people made, like, horror, crazy well, Winnie the Pooh Nobody was taking stuff. their kids to that or questioning that DC. <laughs> hey, okay. hey, some parents might have. I don't know. I don't Oh, no, no, listen. Do you I think grew I should up, take them? I definitely think you should take them because I grew up without that restriction. It really didn't matter what it was. My parents were never like, oh, this is PG 13 and, and you're seven years old. Like, you were exposed to it no matter what. I watched what they were watching. And do you I watched think what that I wanted had any to watch. effect on what you were comfortable and desensitized to and seeing things in the world or no? Because <laughs> I don't want to, per- I don't want to like pretend. It didn't. But I also don't want to expose my kids to things they don't, <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, unnecessary. For what? It didn't change my outlook because it really wasn't anything crazier than my reality, right? Right. I didn't feel like I was watching something that was like, oh my gosh, this happens. Ah," Like that. No. What in the Barbie movie is going to freak my kids out? It's going to be some sexual reference. Maybe. They they might not even get it. Hudson won't, but Owen's going through puberty. He'll get it. (laughs) He'll get it and he'll giggle at me and go, I got it, mom, but Hudson doesn't get it. Did mom get it? So you're saying you were allowed to go to PG-13 in our movies. It really didn't matter, yeah. but quite frankly, I don't like scary movies, so that's the one thing for me. Scary is yeah. a no-no. Mm-hmm. So horror movies, like frightening flicks, nah, I'm, I'm out. But that was because the family that I had scarred me from that. It wasn't any movie that I saw. Oh. It was real life experiences, so it oh. wasn't even the movies that made it happen. For all I know, had I been watching these movies, yeah. I wouldn't have been scared. But no, mm-hmm. my cousins ruined that. <laughs> you <laughs> Terrorized me. Okay. Well, I want to know, do we care about ratings when it comes to kids? Are we following the ratings? Because I think I'm going to take them. I'm taking them to the Barbie movie. Yeah. I, a, I see absolutely no reason why not to. That feels like a, like a no-brainer. Come and, on. We're all Barbie girls in a Barbie world right, right now. And if I took Owen to Transformers, he'll be fine at Barbie. Mm-hmm. He'll exactly. He'll be fine. But well, do you care about ratings, though? Like in other movies? Like if it was rated well, 17, whatever, or rated M for mature, like for some of these games, or rated R for a movie? Well, I always look at ratings. Ratings, but now that they're getting older, I've stopped. See, but when they were younger, for sure, when when Owen would bring me like the iPad and go, I want to download this game, I would look at the age rating. Because mm. if you're seven and it's 13 plus, I'm not giving you that game. Like, I don't know. That's mm-hmm. just not appropriate at mm-hmm. seven. He's going to be scared of something or see something he shouldn't or Trust me, I've been through all this. Sure. Now what, we're in the clear, I think. With a two-year-old, we haven't necessarily he gone through that even yet. Know we that. we're deciding what he watches until he yeah. tells us to change it and wants 
to either watch Bluey, Paw Patrol, <laughs> Daniel Tiger, <Right>? Blues Clues. <laughs> like it's like he's he's got a rotation, and yeah. you know. So right now we're not worried about rating because he's only watching baby cartoons mm-hmm. anyway. Eventually though, I really never considered it. I don't yeah. think it matters to I, me. I don't think it matters. I don't, I don't know if that'll change. We're gonna take calls on this one. Do you care about ratings? Do you care about ratings with kids? And um, do you care if I take my kids to the Barbie movie because they're going? I've seen tons of kids go, and they're all fine. I only got one question. What? Can I come too? Yes. <laughs> do you want to go today? Oh, we can't do that. Well, it's my rain today, so I might take them today. It's, it'd be a good movie day mm-hmm. for sure, but yeah, we mm-hmm. can't today. Dang it. Plus, I don't like everybody going to the Barbie movie without me. Now I want, and I got FOMO. I need well, to know what's happening. Everybody's watched it but us, I dog. Like, what's, I feel like everybody's seen it. Like, you, you seen the Barbie movie yet? No, you did. Yeah, yeah. Damn. I watched. Me and the homies went yesterday. What? Four one four five three three one zero three seven. We're gonna take your calls and your text next. If the button works. <laughs> Got it. Age ratings. Do we care? PG thirteen R. PG, does it matter? Right. I don't know. It mattered to me when my kids were little, but now they're they're going to be 10 and 12. The Barbie movie, it's go time. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's PG-13. They go down to like youth seven. It was like, yeah. so if my if my son is five, he can't watch this show? What's going on? Come it, on, man. It makes you wonder sometimes because it's like the maturity changes every couple mm-hmm. of years, I feel like. Listen, Tony is in Racine this morning, and I first thought would be that Tony's going to say, do whatever you want. Right. It's Tony. But he rents out bounce houses and like mascots. Let's get his point of view. I want to know. <laughs> he works with kids. Like, I don't know which way he's going to go on this, right? You're right. Could be either way. What's the word, Tony? Good morning. Hey, good morning, you guys. How do we feel about age ratings? Are we following them? Do we care? He's got a PG-10 song for his theme song, dog. <laughs> right? But then he'll say something real nasty on the air. You see what I mean? He's like, doesn't make sense. He's like, kind of like me. <laughs> Talk to us, Tony. What's the word? Oh, I, I actually, I, I definitely think it cares. I really do. Yeah, it depends mm. on the age, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does because, you know, you you can't, one, protect. You know, this goes back to the last few segments about, you know, are we babying our kids until they're 18? Are we kicking them out? Are we not doing that? You yeah. know, I think this, this is where it starts is are we going to baby our kids from the reality of what is actually going on, mm-hmm. you know, and it could take a part and yeah, the way they think it can influence them. You know, you definitely don't want something that's going to push them in one way or another where mm-hmm. they can make their own decisions. Right. Well, it's not um, like my kids getting exposed to, I mean, for me, all this violence in the street, like in the Transformers movie, right? Yeah, right. So my issue is like, there's an age where they don't know pretend from real. And then they're, right, when they're little, they don't understand the difference, which is why they get scared by mm-hmm. things that aren't real. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And they get older and they go, hold on. Wait a minute. Ain't no robot going to come down. Nobody's going to jump out of the sky and kill me. (laughs) I I totally get that, but you're going to go see the Barbie movie, which I heard um, is is kind of more for adults. Like It's got that, you know, that uh, Disney humor where the adults will get it and the kids won't. It's got innuendos. Innuendos, which every Disney movie has, by the way. Historically. Yes, (laughs) yes. Uh Uh-huh. So, I don't know. I just think there's certain, certain Certain movies in certain things that yeah. I don't think kids mm-hmm. at certain age should be exposed to as yet because if you don't have the reasoning to explain it or let them understand what's going on or why why daddy is now a girl or things like that where they don't know then I think we should be monitoring that and at a certain age address it appropriately right. because I mean they're they're going to be confused and they're going to go to school and ask those questions and you know I to me I'd rather give my kids my answer and my opinion versus somebody pushing it on them that mm-hmm. don't know them oh well you want you always want to teach your own right yes yeah. but Tony. the maturity level matters thank yeah. you Tony appreciate you Man. Yes. You guys have a good day. You too. Talk to you later, man. Somebody said it depends on the child's age and maturity level. Mm-hmm. Some kids at a younger age are able to handle more mature things than others, even when they grow up. It's true. Here's a perfect example. When Owen was maybe five, four, was he maybe four or five? We went out to dinner, and one of my guy friends, mm-hmm. who was like an uncle to him, joked that he, I'm going to beat you up. And they were like, funny? And Owen started bawling. Really? And he goes, he's going to hurt. 
Barbie. And I go, no, no, he's joking. But that's it's my a, point about ha, emotional ha. maturity. You got to be ready he's for it. He thought it was real. And I'm but like, a, he's joking. You're not there. He doesn't get it. He's a little kid. He doesn't understand like real from not real, dude. Those can be learning moments, though, and you got to go through them. Right? But so you maybe, can't make the maturity go faster until they're a little bit older was but my point. Ex- exposing them maybe a little bit and being there to explain it, kind of what yeah. Tony was talking about at an earlier age, a PG-13 mm-hmm. movie, they're 10, they're 11. They if know they, it's not real. They, yeah, you can, and then you can explain them to anything that they got questions about because kids are naturally going to be inquisitive as a mug. Well, somebody said if these kids have access to YouTube and TikTok, then they can see the Barbie movie. Thank Obviously, you. Obviously, I'm taking them, but <laughs> listen, let's go to Lisa in West Dallas this morning who has been on vacation for like nine days. Rude. Flex. Good morning. <laughs> hey, good morning, Lisa. Hey, girl, what do you think about the age ratings? Do we care? Oh, I think do you follow that, them? Like, like, no, I don't follow them. And my kids are in similar ages as yours. Um, my mm-hmm. son's a little bit older. But, mm-hmm. you know, when they say PG-13, they mean parental guidance under 13. Yes. Not over 13. Your kids are so close to that. That they're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they're fine. You know, it's not they have to be 13 to watch that movie. Oh, my goodness. Well, and I saw that with Transformers. Owen's 11. He was fine. More than he good. Was, he wanted to go see the next one and the next one. Well, Lisa know? brings up a valid point. It's, it's like the parental guidance. It's a suggestion. It's for the parents. If you think side. you were kids. Kids ready mm-hmm. for it? Bet. Because you could talk to them about mm-hmm. it. Guidance. She's right. The guidance is the key word. <laughs> I forget the PG stands for parental guidance. Yeah. <laughs> Half the time I don't guide them. I just go, be quiet. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's not this. like you're taking into some art movie with, you know, half boobies out and stuff, you know? But like Hustlers with J-Lo or something? No, I watched yeah, like all that. of these movies as a kid. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, I did, man. I, the, oh, the I was watching Die Hard as a kid myself or you, whatever else. Oh, Die Hard. That's, yeah. Die Hard was a good one. All the M, all the rated R movies, I watched all of those definitely before I was even in my teen years because I had older family that would watch it and they definitely weren't limiting me or going, hey, you got to get out of here. We're watching an adult adult movie. A hundred percent. Of course not. All right, Lisa, thanks for calling. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Last but not least, Danny is in Oak Creek. Let's pull him up. It's been a minute since we've talked to him as well. Good morning, Danny. Good morning. Hi. Danny, your kids, you we're good, but you have kids are older, right? I do, mm-hmm. but my, my big thing was I grew up as, in the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. and PG movies back then were like pretty raunchy compared to the radio R movies now. <laughs> Really, though, he's not wrong. I don't remember, honestly. I just went to whatever I was allowed oh, to go to. My, my big thing was, you know, they wanted to see something. We went west. That way we kind of knew what was going on. If we had explained something, you know, there was a point that, you know, one of my sons wanted to watch Walking Dead when it first came out, and he started having a little bit of nightmares. So we, we talked about it, and I, we were watching it together and stuff. I'm like, you know, this is probably never going to happen. But, you know, just the biggest thing is just talking with them about it and going going with them mm-hmm. so they can explain their stuff if they got questions. Yeah, right. and then, exactly. You know, reality. But my, my thing is, like, what happened to they, – they wanted to switch all this stuff and do all these ratings and get hardcore on stuff. What happened back in the day when you'd watch G.I. Joe or He-Man, and they had a little thing at the end like – Hey, watch out for stranger danger. Don't do drugs, stuff like that. Yeah, what did happen to those? They used to make those little PSAs. Know. Drink milk. <laughs> I didn't even know the Dare program still existed until my kid took it this year. Got a problem? No, I just meant that DZ has your solution. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Or he might make it worse. It's what would DZ do on Kiss FM? Okay, so Stacy wrote into the show and she wants to know. If it's a problem that she got drunk and then met her new boss, what should she do now? Oh. DZ. I mean, what? <laughs> Stacy got a new job. Uh-huh. And she went to an event <clears throat> where she was minding her own business and she was drinking. And she was drinking and she was drinking. It was a networking event. Huh. And at this networking event, she got introduced to someone. And she found out later it was her corporate boss she didn't know was in the venue. Hey, yo. <laughs> So now she's drunk and she's in her corporate boss's face and has no idea until it's too late and right. <laughs> has already been sloppy drunk in front of the new boss. What should Stacy do? Run. <laughs> <laughs> Quit the job. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's been nice working with you. I mean, as far as what, though? I mean, think about this. You are drunk. You got a new job. You don't know you're around a new boss. And right. then you get introduced. But it's too late. You can't, you can't sober up. 
Right. Well, what are you going to do? Get a cup of coffee? So now what? She wants to know what to do now because she was drunk and now she's not. She's feeling, <laughs> yeah, she's maybe feeling some type of way as far as like, oh my gosh. So Stacy wants to know, does she say something about it to the boss? Does she act like it never happened now when she sees the boss again? Uh-huh. She gets a new job, goes to a networking event, is liquored up, and then gets introduced to a woman she didn't know was her, her new cor- her corporate, boss. corporate boss. That's why she hadn't met her. Okay. So now what does she do? Does she bring it up or move on with her life? Awkward. Dog, hey, no, you got to move on with your life. There's there's no you just don't way. don't say anything? There's no way in my mind that it makes sense to me mm-hmm. why you would ever bring it back up, right? One. Because you're embarrassed and you just don't want them to think you're a drunk because that's their one impression of you. Mm, I mean, I hear that. Face. But at the same time, are you ever going to see them again? I would think so. And if, and if so, then maybe that's the time for you to make do or make good on, on the first interaction, right? The problem would be if you do bring it up and they didn't even care. Thank you. Like, you're paranoid. Like, oh, I made such a fool. Oh, of myself I because I drank too much and I was in her face doing the loud talk, you know, when you're in someone's face yelling because you, you know, and you're spitting everywhere and you're drinking. Did I do this to my boss? Did I make a fool out of myself? Is basically yes. what she wants to know. And and should I apologize, correct it? Nope. Should I say something? Nope. You got nothing to say. It right here, right now. Listen to my words. Mm-hmm. And I, I would love for somebody to disagree and say you should bring it up. Because yeah. for exactly for the reason you said what if they didn't even notice what if they didn't care what if they didn't mind mm-hmm. what if to them it was of no consequence what if they really thought you made a great impression on them with whatever you said <gasps> and you right? just thought you were all sloppy and drunk but they didn't even notice they were like oh they walked away and went man that stacy is so personable so nice so outgoing so bubbly blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah doug don't say a word unless it's brought up to you mm-hmm. you got no reason to bring that up see nah. this is why i'm so awkward i would go in and be like you know what i just i can't stop thinking about it i just want to bring up the fact that i'm embarrassed because i was really drunk when i saw you the other day and i didn't know you were my boss i would be awkward. you'd say something oh, i'm so awkward like that really? i'd be like I don't think that's it, would, awkward. it would drive me nuts until mm. i address the issue and then i would either make it work better or worse by addressing the issue but what's wild is that who's to say there is an issue maybe the issue is just in your mind that's and you're going and that's all of a sudden you got a problem no, I just meant that DZ has your solution. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Or he might make it worse. It's what would DZ do on Kiss FM. So Stacy got a new job, and then she went to a networking event and got really liquored up. Mm-hmm. And then realized she was talking to her new corporate boss she had hey. never met before. Hey, boss! <laughs> Somebody texted in and said, this is why you never excessively drink at a work function, and especially your first work function. <laughs> I've seen some embarrassing things from my drunk coworkers at work parties. But did anyone else notice? That is the question. You know, does it matter? Did anybody care? I mean, think about it, man. Mm-hmm. At, at this day and age, if there was alcohol at this networking event, was it that serious? Sounds well, like always, they wanted to get people looking up. Eh, there's always alcohol at work events. It's a, whether how how far deep you go. Let's be real. I guess. A lot of them. Ryan, I don't know. Ryan's in Calabama this morning. Pull up his theme song. <sighs> Calabama, also known as Caldonia, for those that don't get it. Where is he? Wrong one. He pulled up the wrong line. There, there it is. There oh, it is. goodness gracious. Happy Monday, DZ. Happy Monday. <laughs> is that even Monday? But thank you Welcome very much. Welcome to your job, you know. Welcome <laughs> to your job. Good morning. He's talking to us like I he's our I remember my first time. I'm not overwhelmed. What are you talking about? I ain't got too much things going on in my life right now. What? Ryan, does Stacy uh, say something about this awkward encounter? Nope. No? Nope. Okay. Heck no. Girl, you were outside of work. You went to a work function. Just let it be. Who cares? Have fun. Mm, do yeah. you? Yeah. Why do you have to sit here and worry about what other people think? Today's world, we worry about too much of that. Just do you and have fun. Well, it matters yeah. because you want to keep your job. That's why we worry about these things. Now, normally, we don't want to care what people think, but this actually affects her livelihood. Hello? How? Let's not How? be like, who cares? Of work. Was it she matters. on the time clock? Exactly. On the time clock? No, but let's be okay, real. Then. The way you uh, handle yourself in public can affect it your matters. job. We've learned this. And I feel it like... It on your career. Had it, what career was it? True, you know, that's true. what it depends on. Had it mattered, I feel like the boss would have said something right away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Had it been a problem, they would have been like, hey, I, um, and, you know, regardless of what's going on, you'd help. If they're a good boss, I feel like they would have pulled you aside and said mm-hmm. something right then and there. Or yep. you would have been heard something. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Now, I'm, I'm going to ride. 100%. Yeah. Yep. Keep your mouth shut. Or Keep all it the pushing. managers talk smack about you. 
I'll, I'll join her next time. <laughs> I'll join him next time. Uh, thanks for calling, Ryan. No Appreciate it. Guys. Happy Thursday. Yeah, man. It's a happy Monday. What are you talking about? What Ryan's day is it? Team, Ryan's team, get drunk. Who cares? Screw the boss. <laughs> Why not? He's like, I'm out. Uh, Amanda. Are we going to Amanda? Who we got? Oh, Lori's in Cedarburg. I got them all mixed up today. <laughs> Jeez. Let's go to Lori. Definitely Monday for you guys. There's too many days in one. It's not. It's that we need equipment fixed. But don't get Allie in a mood right now about equipment (laughs) needing to be fixed, okay? Because that's got nothing to do with you, and I don't want to take it out on you, Lori. Good morning, girlfriend. (laughs) Good morning, Lori. Lori. (laughs) I deal with that issue every day at work. Woosa. Woosa. All right, so... Tell us uh, now, Lori, what should Stacy do? Should she bring up the fact that she drank too much in front of the, the corporate boss or just act like it never happened? I would, me personally, I would say something, maybe not physically, like in person, maybe send out an email or something and apologize. I would, because me, I feel like, okay, this is how did I portray myself? And then um, I work in healthcare where kind of your reputation, even if it's in work or outside of work, yeah. kind of follows you. So maybe you're a great worker, but the boss remembers that, hey, she was this way. How was she going to be at other side mm. promoters? How is she going to be at other mm-hmm. social networking events? Mm-hmm. I hear that. Maybe an email, a follow-up, just something. Hey, it was great meeting you. You know, uh, want to apologize if anything uh, happened, blah, blah, blah. But why, though? Why open up that can of worms? you're like us and you want to make it known that the, you're like, you want to be like, I'm not normally this obnoxious when, mm. I, know yeah. you're, when I know you're there. Mm. When you're not there, <laughs> I do whatever I want. I act differently yeah. when my bosses are around. Sorry <laughs> I met you and didn't know it was you. Like, Who what? doesn't, though? Right, man. That's why you got to call it out? Uh, Because you got caught. Normally. Normally when we act different around our... Uh, listen, I'm telling you. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would bring it up, but I'm awkward like right. that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Lori agrees. I'm just saying. It, they could remember, like, that one time, like, it said, okay, I'm going to need to send you for another work function for, like, at another location or something. Are you going to be that way and represent us, the company, that way in front of, like, clients and say you got to do a company event for a client or for uh, another area? Right. Are they yeah. going to send you because of how you acted at mm. that? I hear it. I hear it for sure. All right. Well, thank you, Lori. I think you have a great opinion like mine. (laughs) Have a good day. Bye. All right. Amanda's in Racine. Now we can go to Amanda, finally. What do you think? Should uh, Stacy bring up the fact that she drank too much and was spitting and yelling in the boss's face on accident like drunk people do at events? <laughs> I don't think she should say anything. I Boom. mean, when I'm drinking, I'm just as obnoxious as I am sober. True. And I'm really happy no and I don't shut up kind of thing. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We like to talk. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. So yeah. I would just say just go up a couple matches like I do and just put the personality out there even more. Amanda's Own like it. getting more drunk next time. Own it. Own, own it. it. <laughs> own it. Don't say none. Own it. Next time, you, for all we yeah. know, next time you might be drunk again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Amanda. Yeah, it's thanks. funny too because uh, my boss actually—I actually drunk or not drunk dialed, but I butt dialed my boss before uh-huh. when I was in a bar. Oh well, a butt dial is <laughs> a couple times. No, a couple. What's <laughs> your butt that big? It's like hitting your phone. Amanda, you're tiny. Get out of here. Know, my phone has a mind of its own, I guess. No, it's because she joked about it. She, it's because she's dancing, she's right? Dancing. She's just a shake. Hits the passcode when she dances. You know Left cheek send. <laughs> right cheek call. <laughs> Left cheek. Oh my boss. We're having a great time. <laughs> Get out of here, y'all. <laughs> 103.7 Kiss FM. Allie and DZ live from the AdamDeputy.com studios. We've got ludicrous VIP tickets this morning, 745. Luda, Luda, Luda. Uh. Luda. I'm, I'm practicing. I'm practicing. Leave me alone. <laughs> August 11th. If you don't win tickets into our VIP suite, don't worry. You can uh, buy them yourself That's until right. they're sold out because they will right. be. If you're motivated enough to go, you're going to get there. WISTateFair.com. Coming up, we've got an Am I the Jerk? But before that, I just want to say thanks for the invite yesterday because even though I didn't show up, you know me now very well. Invite me even if I don't want to go. <laughs> even if you know you ain't going to make the, it. Send me an invite even if I don't want to go and I have no intention
passionate going, I want an invite. You, you get FOMO. I get FOMO. I get mad if you don't invite me, even if I don't want to go. <laughs> and I know this about you. I <laughs> did you. learn this. Thank you. <laughs> we decided to go to Chill on the Hill last night. In Bayview. In Bayview. Which is their concert on Tuesday nights, mm-hmm. right? They in, got a nice little band show, A Cool Hill. And everybody posts up, beer garden, the whole nine. Chill on the hill should be on a hill. Right. For the record. And we was chilling and hilling. You feel me? But you invited me and I was like, he invited me. But I'm not going. <laughs> but I ain't going. <laughs> How Yo, was it though? It was packed. Yeah. It was packed. I met a few listeners. Oh, There's plenty of people out there. Yeah, man. Shout out Dan and Mary. You know, we ended mm-hmm. up sitting next to them. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Really good time. They Speaking of the Wisconsin State Fair, they're like, we going to see you at the State Fair? Oh. I was like, yeah, not only at Luda, but I'm going to be at the cream puff eating contest. <laughs> That's right. Are you ready for that? No, I'm not ready for this. I need to train more. A week from, is it a week from Thursday or two weeks from Thursday? I think, it's two, I think yeah, it's two weeks. Two weeks. Good. You got an extra week to get ready. You are going to be participating in the Celebrity Cream Puff Eating Contest. I'm genuinely nervous. You should be, but Straight you're going to win. Uh, Coach Alley's here. I am the two-time Wisconsin State Fair Cream Puff Eating Champion. I have the trophies in the studio to prove it. Uh, right up there above your head. You've seen them with your own eyes. I've seen them. I'm happy to coach you to a victory. Thank you. And I need it. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to put on for the team. I'm trying to put on for the fans. Like, I'm trying this. to put the team on my back and bring home another chip. You got this. Thank you. Period. I need it. Thank you. You're going to be the winner. I didn't know 15 years later you were going to be here to take <laughs> on the crown, but man, am I ready for passing it. Passing the torch. I'm passing the torch, baby. <laughs> so that'll be happening at the fair. Well, I'm glad Chill on the Hill was good. I'm glad you met Dan and Mary. I'm glad they're going to be at the Wisconsin State Fair. It and was well-rounded all around. It was a good day, and you're going to win the Cream Puff Contest. Let's Thank go. you. All right, coming up next, uh, it involves siblings who are mad about something that happened 15 years ago, ironically. Of course siblings are mad about something happened years ago. Still mad about it. Wants to know if she's the jerk. We'll get into it next. Kiss FM. FM. I still think you're a jerk. You get to be our moral compass. No, wait, you're a jerk. It's time to find out. Am I the jerk? Look what you did, you little jerk. Well, this is an interesting one. This involves a sibling who got blackmailed 15 years ago and is still mad. At, at the sister. At the blackmailer. Yeah. Okay. So this one comes from Abby. She wants to know if she's the jerk for not being over something her sister did 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. She said, Allie and DZ, my sister and I are in our 30s now. But when my sister was 17, she got in some trouble at home. She misbehaved, got punished. And to avoid her punishment, she blackmailed me. <laughs> she was the only person who knew at the time that I was gay and used it to pressure me to help her sneak out or convince my parents to let her go out out of the house with me. Huh. Like so she was in trouble but she was like no, you're going to no. take me out now. I know or something I'm going to about- tell mom and dad you're gay. That was the, the what happened, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now Abby said after 2 years of this I was done and moved out and told my parents and other siblings. My family's really supportive and now I think it was stupid. I was scared the whole time. There was no reason mm-hmm. to be, but at the time I was. Since then I just don't trust her. 15 years later and I still don't really talk to her about any personal stuff including my own family which I have now. Uh, My family didn't know about any of this. I told them, and now they're mad at my sister. But my brother and some other friends believe I am the jerk because I need to get over it and shouldn't be mad about something from 15 years ago when we were in high school. Yeah. Am I the jerk for not being over something my sister did 15 years ago? I mean, this is a deep one, though. This is a deep it, one. That was mean. Because, right, that, that was really mean spirited. And something's She's already struggling within herself, super right? Super deep, personal that your sibling trusted you with. But at the same time, you were so young, naive, uninspired, immature, immature right? Yeah. Like, it is it really emotionally a, immature? You weren't, you weren't there yet. You know no. what I'm saying? You might have done some things to your sibling that mm-hmm. they don't appreciate either. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do I, do I agree with, yeah, maybe you should move past no. it? And how easy for the straight person to be not care how hard it might feel for the gay one who's afraid to tell their parents. In a world that's conflicted. Yeah, in a world that's so conflicted like that. It's like, well, yeah, but using it as blackmail, bro, that is bogus. That is real bogus. And that's abusing like a family connection right Mm -hmm. there. I got to lean towards not the jerk for being mad, Mm -hmm. right? You think it's okay (laughs) to keep the grudge 15 years later? I wish you wouldn't. I really wish you could let it go, but that's something that's that's crossed the line, even with family. This makes me 
angry because you know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, 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 the part of me wants to go, screw the sister. What she did was so bad. Yeah. But then the other part of me wants to go, well, life is short. You can grow. Yeah. 15 years later, she might be a totally, she, she might be embarrassed that she did that to her sibling. Right. You know what I mean? I would be mortified. I wouldn't do that. But it's like in hindsight, ugh. Could you imagine if like the sister brought it up and all of a sudden the sister was super apologetic? I know I've been, th- it's been waiting on me for the last 15 years. And she ah! didn't know. She starts bawling. I'm so sorry. I wish I regretted every day. And they have a kumbaya and they, moment. You feel me? Yeah. You feel me? But it's like, that's that's a whole nother theoretical. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think she's bogus for being mad. I don't think she's the jerk for staying upset and not being as connected to your sister because of that. That's a huge scarring moment that she put you through for real. Straight yeah. Up. Abby wants to know if she is the jerk because she's still upset her sister blackmailed her in high school because her sister got in trouble. Mm-hmm. Her sister knew she was gay and said, well, I'm going to tell everybody if you don't help me uh, not be in trouble and sneak out of the house. Right. And now she's still mad about it 15 years later. That's and the tough. whole family's fine with her being gay, by the way. So then, so should she just let it go since mm-hmm. nobody cares? It ended up being like a young, dumb mistake, maybe, uh, right? Yeah, maybe. Should she just say, forget it, let bygones be bygones. Mm-hmm. I love you, sister. It is blood at the mm-hmm. end of the day, right? A hundred percent, but that doesn't uh, mean you have to trust your blood. Uh, doesn't mean they'll keep your secrets for you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to talk myself into the other direction. In fact, sometimes family talks talks too much they tell each other everything mm-hmm. that's the problem okay 414-533-1037 i want to know is abby the jerk for still not being over something her sister did 15 years ago we'll take your calls and text next i still think you're a jerk you get to be our moral compass no wait you're a jerk it's time to find out am i the jerk look what you did you little jerk abby is still mad at her sister because 15 years ago her sister got in trouble and uh, then blackmailed her and said, I'm going to tell mom and dad and everybody you're gay if you don't help me get out of trouble. So she's still mad 15 years later about it. She ended up telling her family and coming out to them, and they were all fine with it. And she feels, oh, that was stupid. That was dumb. That was dumb that Young I let my dumb, sister right? blackmail me. But she did. Now she's still mad about it, doesn't trust her to this day, and they're in their 30s. Is Abby the jerk for not being over it? Is Abby the jerk for holding a grudge against mm-hmm. her sister? Mm-hmm. Basically, right? What her sister did was messed up, though. That yeah, was bogus. All right, Heather is in Shorewood. Heather keeps trying to get a theme song. We're on day two. She keeps starting over. We gonna get it, Heather. Heather, you got this. We believe in you. <laughs> we do. What do you think? Is Abby the jerk for not being over this? Not the jerk. Uh, that coming out is very, very personal. I mean, 15 years ago, I was 25, and 20 years ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you and were even 20. then, even when I was a kid, I knew that you don't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, know, you mm-hmm. can't do that. And, like, why would you trust somebody, even if everybody's okay with it? If she hasn't apologized or at least tempted to, no, you're not a jerk for being mad, and I wouldn't trust her either. She didn't blackmail her with a little, you know, oh, I know what you did on Friday night. It was like her, I'm, you're gay. And I'm going to out your life. Yeah, like, it was, like, not her yeah. place to well, do that. It was not the sibling's place to do and that. And something I had and thought about y'all the fact that sister got in trouble and went divert divert i'm gonna tell family you're gay i'm yeah. divert divert the uh, sister's not that was a horrible terrible. horrible p- moment of her character that we got to see right there. that was a no-no yeah you you you, <laughs> yeah. D- you deflected and didn't take any accountability and then put someone else through hell to not have to take accountability but in your teen years what are you accountable but that's for? what we did yeah. right and right you, you're always like i didn't do it yeah, yeah. no 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 no, no. What do you oh. mean? Don't do that. Right, mm, right. That's like, yeah. All right, Heather. Well, I agree. Not the jerk. <laughs> Appreciate it. We'll calling. talk to you tomorrow, day three. There is a yeah. part of me All that's right. like, uh, holding a grudge for 15 years. I mean, at that point, just don't even talk to each other. His you family. Know, don't even have a relationship. What are you still even hanging out at that point? Sydney is in Cudahy this morning. Let's go to her. She said, Sydney, like Australia. <laughs> Down under. <laughs> Down under in Cudahy. Hey, Sydney. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> oh, all right. Is Abby the jerk for being upset about this? It happened 15 years ago. Let us know. She's she's not a jerk. It, it's kind of like Heather just said as far as like that is personal. Uh, I also agree with the fact that like when you're a teenager, I mean, I can't relate to this situation, but I guess like you don't want to be accountable. So you are just trying to divert. Yeah. But what it comes down to, she's not a jerk for being upset, but then... 
maybe, I mean, even if it's a one-time thing, try to have that conversation with her now. Mm. So, cause I'm sure she's embarrassed either way, whether right. she wants to stick to her, like, Oh, I was just young or she is like, I am so sorry. But that conversation needs to be had probably for the both of them. But just so she can, you know, maybe get that apology, mm-hmm. have that conversation or some closure then, so she can move yeah. on. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then yeah. let it lay or grow roll on from it because it is family and you just you don't know how long you got with everybody and and if you can have that quality time then like make it quality you know an apology goes a long way and Mm -hmm. like someone saying i did you wrong means more than people think sometimes a whole lot and sydney maybe the sister doesn't know how to bring it up to apologize to even say like i'm listen 15 years ago Mm -hmm. i did you so dirty Mm -hmm. i'm so sorry right Mm -hmm. right Right. she doesn't even realize it has had an effect to this day Mm -hmm. wow people are texting they, they need some healing. <laughs> <laughs> they do need some healing. Yep. People are texting and saying, life is too short. She is the jerk. Give her a chance. More than one person is saying, life is too short. She's well, the jerk for holding the grudge. I do think about the difference between when they were 16 and now in their 30s. That's right. a big difference. You're in a whole nother lifetime. Your your emotional maturity is way different. You got your own families. Like you're Exactly. Maturity level is different. I mean. Look, Sydney, we appreciate yes, your call. Thank you. Yeah, you have a great day. You too. Later. All right. Last but not least, Allie's in Tosa this morning. Good morning, Allie. Are you going to go with the crowd, a clean sweep, or are you going to go the opposite way? Is Abby a jerk? <laughs> Did you bring a broom? I am still on the not a jerk side. Okay. Hey. Clean sweep. However, mm-hmm. oh. However oh. I would like some more context. Has the sister's behavior and attitudes changed? Is she the same person as mm. she was when she was 17? Where she's still, or when she was younger, where she's still not taking accountability for herself, where she's still not. She's still you know, acting like there this. Are uh-huh. I have a brother, and he was flat out abusive when I was a kid. Oh. And I don't have a relationship to the, with him to this day okay. because he's grown up. Uh. He's the same. So I get, she's saying, I dealt with an abusive sibling, and now he's the same, so I don't I don't mess with him. Don't rock with him. But if he had changed and was a different person, maybe, maybe I would a different mess story. with him. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I like I, I kind of want some more context in the context we're given. She's not a jerk. If I found out that this sister had made amends and did all these things where she was, you know, turned her life around and really figured her stuff out, mm-hmm. then I'd be like, yeah, you're kind of a jerk for, like, then not letting go. But at the same time, the whole, you know, being gay, being homosexual is such a personal experience that, you know, somebody who's straight cannot take away from them, yeah. cannot understand, mm-hmm. cannot, you know, fully grasp as I have a daughter who's non-binary and pansexual. I, you know, I would never take that away from her. And even when she didn't want to come out to her dad for the longest time, I didn't take that away from her. I let her come out to her dad. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because you know what? It's It should be irrelevant at the end of the day. It's the same reason I don't need to go up and go, guess what? I'm straight. It's the same reason. <laughs> right. Because it's mm-hmm. nobody's damn business. It's it such affects a- none of us. I, these people, I cannot. You're going to get me on a rampage and... <laughs> It's a it, no, it's a big deal though, and it's a off. it's a major life changing thing because of the stigma against it, right? So there isn't this open conversation, and Mm-mm. realistically, the sister didn't know what she was doing. She took advantage of that, man. Yeah. That's tough. Hundred percent. Well, teenagers know what you're doing with that. Mm-hmm. You know that you're being manipulative. You know that you're you're doing something wrong, and you've already done something wrong. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm continuing to do something wrong. It's just highly of the sister's personality. Right. right. No, Allie, it's a clean sweep at the end of the day. She brought a broom. (laughs) Sweep it in. Have a good day, Allie. (laughs) Bye. All right, so there you go. So it's a clean sweep, not the jerk. You're allowed to be mad at your sibling from something 15 years ago. That's what we decided today on Am I the Jerk? But people are also saying, have this conversation because it's a deep talk that you got to work through because that's that's something that caused trauma to you and you don't want to go through that and you don't want to live that. You know, you got your own family unresolved you got to address it Mm -hmm. to some degree i agree i agree abby you are not the jerk today congratulations coming up next ludicrous tickets Mm -hmm. vip you're gonna be hanging out in our suite at the wisconsin state fair don't go anywhere it's coming up next i think i said oh hi (laughs) i said what i said and we got things to do i said what i said we got ludicrous tickets (laughs) 103.7 kiss fm Allie and dz live from the adamdeputy.com studios All right, you ready? No, I'm not ready. (laughs) You gotta be ready. Ah! We're giving away these tickets to hang out with us at Ludacris at the Wisconsin State Fair. Caller number 30, you are gonna be going with us, hanging out in our VIP area 
at the fair for ludicrous drinks and food provided. We got a little something, something for you. Did we forget to mention, you know what I'm saying? Come hungry, come thirsty. <laughs> we got you. And we'll be there having fun with you too. So caller 30, you're going with us. 414-533-1037. Good luck. Whew, it's ludicrous. Kiss FM. 103.7 Kiss FM. Allie and DZ giving away these tickets to the Wisconsin State Fair. We are so pumped because somebody's going with us. Beyond excited for this, yo. Like This is circled on the calendar. My mm-hmm. wife is ready to go. She said, listen, mm-hmm. I am going to physically be upset <laughs> if I'm not at Luda. And I'm like, Damn. hey, 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 calm down, big okay. bear. Calm down. Calm down, big mama. You good. You good. You good. You got it. You got it, big dog. That's amazing. I love it how she just rolls through like, I'm going whether you like it or not. Oh, yeah. You, Can you think- imagine if a dude said that to me? I'd be like, you think? You think I'm the aggressive one? <laughs> me and my wife. <laughs> no, jokes, jokes. No, I love it. It's going to be a good time. Amanda is in Waukesha this morning. Good morning, Amanda. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm great. Mm-hmm. Good. What are you up to? Why are you great this morning? What are you doing? Oh, you know, just uh, driving the kiddos to daycare, about to head to work. That's why she's great. She's dropping the kids <laughs> off. Dropping the kids Yay. off. <laughs> well, where, uh, where are you dropping the kids off August 11th, by chance? Uh, Not but- our problem. <laughs> yeah, maybe the grandparents. But- <laughs> You're going to Ludacris. Yeah. That's so awesome. Amanda, you and whoever you want. A man, spouse, friend, sister, brother. Stranger on the street, no matter. You're bringing somebody with you to Ludacris, girlfriend. And we're going to see you there on August 11th in our VIP suite at the Wisconsin State Fair. Oh, thanks so much. You're welcome. Hold on. We're going to get your info, okay? Okay, sounds good. All right. We're going to have another chance tomorrow. My gosh, two more chances this week for you to win those ludicrous VIP tickets. Get ready. Another chance tomorrow. Same time. Same place. I like it. Ah, DZ, thank you. I need a little Tupac in my life this morning. We always need some Tupac in our life. I don't got Thug Life tatted on me for no reason. (laughs) He really does. I do. But where is it? Don't worry about that. Tell him. Don't worry about it. DZ, tell him where the Thug Life tattoo is. It's on my butt. (laughs) Kiss FM. (laughs) This is on the TV, to the movie screen, and everywhere in between. This is the Hollywood Dirt with Allie. Well, this must have been scary. LeBron James' son (laughs) went to cardiac arrest Mm -hmm. on the basketball court of practice. His oldest, yep. Was unconscious at USC. Got taken to the hospital. Is now okay. Got transported by ambulance. Mm-hmm. Scared, obviously, LeBron and his mom, his wife, Savannah. They said it was a code three lights and sirens, which means big deal, big deal. Jeez. Mm-hmm. He's no longer in the ICU, now in stable condition. But now they got to figure out what's going on here. He's a young man, only 18 years old. Like, he's expected to play at USC. Like, he just graduated high school. 18. As an athlete. Uh, uh, not even in his prime. So, mm-hmm. What now it leads the questions on what happened? Is this a condition? Mm-hmm. Is it you know congenitive? Whatever, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't know, and you you I would argue to say he is in the condition of his life mm-hmm. going into only get better as he gets older and stronger and wiser. His dad is LeBron James. Listen, they got potential, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> to be athletes for a long time. You think they're they're healthy, healthy, right? Yeah, but until they have something they don't know about, mm-hmm. which I've learned a lot working with our friends with the congenital heart disease, how many adults don't even realize they have something until something like this happens. Right. And that's not might not be what it is for him, but it ha- look at uh Damar um I just saw Hamlin. him. Yeah, Damar yeah. Hamlin, thank you. I just saw him out well, he was at an award show recently and I was like, he's back. Right. He's back. I already forgot about he's that. He's out and about when he was, you know, out cold and you're sitting there going, What are the odds of yeah. like him getting hit and having a heart issue at that moment? The whole thing is Yo, wait. No, this, this is crazy because um I'm remembering now Shaq's son also had like a heart condition, had like open heart surgery. He did. Because he collapsed too. When was that? This was a few years back now. But he say. and he's good. He's playing basketball and everything. But well, it was it was while he was in college. Yo. And of course my kid well, not my kid, but some little <laughs> Were you? Maybe it was my kid who said, "Who Shaq?" Did you hear that? And I was like, "Are you kidding no, me?" No, they did not. Because uh, 
Yeah. No, they do. He's older. He's older to them. He's not a LeBron. They know who LeBron is, obviously. Shaq is too old for them. I'm not kidding. They don't know DJ Diesel. I had to like school them on Shaq. They were like, Superman? Swear to God. I was like, what do you mean, who's Shaq? Don't ask me me stupid questions. Now we're watching Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal highlights. (laughs) Well, it'd be better than any movie he ever was in. Let me tell you that much. Hey, don't dish Shazam. (laughs) Thank you for I wasn't even going to say it because it was that bad. Anyway, uh, LeBron. We're hoping that his son is okay. We'll get we'll give you the update, but pretty scary. He goes into cardiac arrest on the court. That's... 18 years old. Wow. Wow. Uh, and by the way, if you're wondering why it's a little dark out, there is a severe thunderstorm warning in effect right now for Walworth County. Really? Until 845. It's gonna rain today, I believe. So just I'm just be prepared for the rain. But... That's all. <clears throat> Hit the button. It's a big week for you, isn't it, DZ? It is. Isn't it? 103.7 KISS FM. A lot? What do you mean? It's a lot. It is a lot going on, man. I'm, I ain't going. I ain't even going to cap. It's overwhelming. Mm, I would be overwhelmed as well if I were you. Because not only do you have a baby on the way, mm-hmm. you just celebrated Sammy's birthday. Mm-hmm. He's two. Turn two. And you and the wife closing on a house this week, are you? Yeah. Congratulations. Let's go. Weapon. Man, the relief. Yeah. The relief to have found a home, have gotten through the process. I mean, it was extensive. It was strenuous. It was stressful. You did it really quick. Like, some people spend, like, a year looking for a house. You had to do it in a month. And it it felt like it took a year, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, all all of the pressures kind of all at once, right? Mm -hmm. And, of course, my wife being pregnant, not that it's, it's it's an issue with us finding a house, but it puts a pressure on because she's limited in what she can do. And you don't want to move in the middle of having a baby. Well, could you imagine having to move with a newborn? So it's like, we wanted to do it before yes, the baby. Yes, actually. I can actually Oof. if you want to talk about it, Oof. but let's not go there. <laughs> another story for divor- another time. I got divorced when I was pregnant with my second people. I know how to move with a newborn. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> but nobody wants that. So, okay, so you guys, I get it. You could move either way. Right, right. You would have figured it out. But blessed to have you know, found something, are good. Mm-hmm. Our close is still scheduled. Yeah. G, we close mañana, tomorrow. We're closing tomorrow on our first home, <sighs> man. Huge. Dude, we got our final walkthrough today. Okay, yeah. Are you are you ready for the walkthrough? I kind of want to just yeah, like I, I like I said, I want to kick the tires a little bit one last time mm-hmm. before we buy it, right? Go through all the closets, see everything in the basement. Didn't you say at first you were like, "What's the point of the walk?" Like I know what it looks like, but I actually think it's a good idea because when I moved out of a house, mm-hmm. I was the one who left a bunch of trash. Mm. Does that make sense? Right. Not to not to punish them, not to be a jerk. It was literally I was had two little babies and I was getting divorced and I had all this trash and so I put it out <laughs> there was like it. too much and they were like you left a bunch of trash in the garage I'm like I had nowhere to put it nobody to help me I'm I had sorry. a baby in my arms and I felt so bad but yeah. that but had they done the walkthrough they could have held me held me to that and been oh. like yo you left all that in the you know what I mean I was right. like sorry I thought you'd put it out on trash day like I wasn't <laughs> trying to like you know I but, thought the next tenant got that but you never know what they've done since you've bought the house and now mm-hmm. they could have mm-hmm. you know they could have put a hole in the wall for all you know <laughs> right right between <laughs> you know? between the last time we saw it but you the, never know. the good thing is that the house hasn't been occupied for a while oh. so it's technically already empty in my head I, I was thinking like what do we need to walk through and What's see to- but our realtor was like hey you guys just want to check it out want to see it do obviously it. walk through the space one last time make sure that the things that you wanted out are out or the fixes that were supposed mm-hmm. to be done have been done kind be of thing. and make sure that, yeah, there might be something you didn't notice last time. Right. So when he explained it like that, I was like, oh, well, now nah, it yeah. makes a lot of sense to do a final walkthrough. Yeah I, want, yeah, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to. It makes mm-hmm. sense. Yes, please. You're making a major yeah. purchase. This is seriously our yeah. largest purchase ever, mm-hmm. right? Like it's, it's, it's a house. Buying a house is the biggest one you're going to make probably in your whole life. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a house. So mm-hmm. why wouldn't you go want to see it one last time? We've driven past it just to drive past it, why not take the opportunity to go inside of it? Mm-hmm. Open the garage. See so if the neighbors exciting. are out and about, man. Okay, so now that you have your walkthrough today, mm-hmm. you're closing tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. I want to talk about the real important thing. What? Are you packed? <laughs> You laughed. You're not. You're not. We're not done, bro. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm, man. Tell the truth now. Are you throwing everything in a box that you don't care? Now, you were organized in the beginning, weren't you? Yeah, trying really you diligently. Yeah, man, You're it, not anymore, are you? We're over it. Now everything can just go in whatever box. It's this classic moving, moving stories. Like... 
you're all pumped in the beginning. Everything is labeled. Mm-hmm. You know it goes to the kitchen mm-hmm. by the end. Good but, luck. No, we started. Okay, toys in this box. This yeah, now, right. now we got toys with picture frames. Mm-hmm. We we still ain't even put the kitchen away. Like everything just feels like whatever's left. I dang near don't even want. Throw it in a box. Why do you still have stuff out? I don't even know why you have anything out at this point. You're moving in two days. Like, why is anything out? What are you? What is wrong with you We're and Aaron? Do I it. need to come over? No, you're not. Get a paper plate and put the plates in a box already. What is wrong with you two? I feel like you two need a good talking to right now, dude. We, we We're need still a move. using the plates. We can't pack them. You're moving in two days. Moving intervention. We've been using the paper plates, too, so it's not like we are actually using the That's plates. It. We're all doing an intervention on you right now. 414-533-1037. Are we waiting too long to finish packing? Yeah. Really? Really? Because you have to walk through today yep. and the closing tomorrow. Yep. And time's up. And we move Friday. That's it. We we, we got to load up the cars. Let's get At it. At this point, put it all in a box. Yeah. Because you're not going to get it all in a box today. You think you go home and throw it in a box. No, it's going to take you another day or two. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, and then you you can start looking through stuff. Or not. I mean, just ignore me and do what I do and throw it all in the box anyway on the last day. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <sighs> I'm just over it. I don't even want to put stuff in boxes no more. Mm. I don't care. That's what I'm saying. I dang you just want to throw it out. What's your moving style? Because that would be mine. Throw it all in a box. 414-533-1037. Sean in Milwaukee said, hey, DZ, just want to say congratulations. I'm happy for you guys on starting your new journey. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate that. Buying a house is hard yeah. and exciting all at the same time. All right, we're going to talk about moving next and why you're going to put stuff in a box. <laughs> How do you wait last minute to pack? Yeah, and why? And why? Give DZ a good talking to. Thank you. Please, you funny. Please. Well, you better get it together, DZ. This is a moving intervention. We feel ready to move. We're just not done packing. Well, I'm glad you feel ready. But when the, the truck is there on moving day and you realize all the stuff that isn't in boxes yet, you're going to take that statement back. So just throw Oof. it all in a box already, would you? It better all be in a box by then. Like, we're just going speed, to speed pack mm-hmm. t- today and tomorrow <laughs> and literally just go through a room and it's like, all right, whatever's in here is going in a box. Look, I'm doing an, a moving intervention, but I've moved before and I throw it all in the box and then I throw it out. And I don't care. I'm like, screw it. I'm not the best mover in the world. Brenda, though, is on the phone. She's in Grafton. She's moving this weekend as well, DC. Oh, hey, Brenda. Good morning. Good morning. I'm let you two bond over moving. Right. Congratulations on your move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Where are you guys moving to? You guys done? <laughs> oh, no. We're not done moving. We're not done packing. Uh, we're staying in Grafton. Is anything but, in a box yet, or is it all in a box? How? Where are we at with uh, the moving? I started getting very um, anxious, so I started packing very nicely, and I've got maybe five boxes. Five? five. Girl, you're going to have five zero when it's all done. Okay, right. you got 45 to go. Are you kidding me right now? Oof. Girl. Yeah, and it gets better. We're separating, like, houses. Like, my daughter got her own place, so we've got to move her to her place and me to my place. You guys got multiple moves going down at oh, once. Oh, hell no. That's a nightmare. That's a yeah, nightmare. But at least she can throw all the trash in the, in the daughter's truck. Like anything you don't want to deal with. <laughs> you keep it. Like, I'm not going to take it to Goodwill. I'm just going to throw it in my daughter's truck and she'll figure it out, man. Right. That's what I would do. Just call it a family heirloom. <laughs> just call it an heirloom. She'll Mom, keep it forever. It's a broken <laughs> vase, but it's an heirloom. <laughs> it's older than you are. You're going to keep it. Oh yeah! Oh, that's funny. <laughs> no, that's good. Well, uh, I wish you guys luck with the move. Honestly, it's so stressful. And and when you when yeah. you feel like you're not even close to being done packing, you're just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, the day's gonna come and uh, we're not gonna be done. Uh. I feel like on the last oh. day, everybody throws everything in a box anyway. No matter how organized you are, you just start throwing things in a box or whatever's left oh, just yeah. gets trashed. Yeah, yeah. Or you we leave actually it. we actually have a huge dumpster next to our house because my neighbor that's been living with her next, or in the same complex. I've been there 28 years. I'm sorry, Brenda. I'm not making a noise at you. I'm making a noise at our callers cutting out. I'm sorry about that today. We've had some issues. We've had some technical difficulties. And (laughs) if it's pissing me off, it's pissing the listeners (laughs) off. I'll tell you that much. Anyway, Brenda, it's not your fault. It's not you. It's us, honestly. (laughs) It's us. Hi. We're We're the problem. problem. It's us. 
Anyway, have a great day, Brenda. We Good luck with the move. Well, thank you. Thank you, DZ. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Hey, you help me with a box, I'll help you with a box. There you go. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Have a good day, Brenda. Let's read some you too, texts. Bye-bye. Amy texted in and she said, um, only bring what's necessary and items that bring joy and positive energy to your life and home. You don't want to start off in your new place with an unnecessary clutter or attachments to things that don't make a place feel good. Amy so ain't met me. Leave the rest or donate it. Th- Amy has not met me. I ain't Why? throwing none of that away. You're not going to donate anything or no, throw anything out? Oh, no, out? we've, oh, we've okay. gotten rid of a, a number of things, but everything that's currently left in the house in my head is coming with us. Because you're a hoarder. Yep. That's right, I forgot. Yep, yep. That's right. You're a, DZ is a hoarder so much, everybody, that my kids made a handmade card out of a piece of blank paper mm-hmm. for Sammy. And when Sammy started drawing on it, DZ's like, wait. No, it's a card. And Aaron's like, really? His I'm wife. all sentimental, man. I'm like, man. DZ, you don't have to save the card my kids made. But it's, it's fine. a handmade card. It was so cute. They, it, man, they love baby Sammy, it man. Was, they'll make another. It was okay. <laughs> but the hoarder and DZ wanted to keep that card forever, Well, man. we're going to need a new card because he ruined it. <laughs> See, there we go. Let's go to Kathleen real quick in New Berlin this morning. Kathleen, we're talking moving because DZ, they're closing on their house. The walkthroughs today. It's go time. Woo, it's mm-hmm. happening. Everybody grab a box what y'all doing tomorrow <laughs> well, good morning good morning good morning i think the only thing more painful than moving is moving with a special needs child i have a 13 year old with autism oh, it's tough and everything he's i was like oh i'll just pack when he's you know at sleep at night or is at school nope nope he's like mama that doesn't go in that box it goes in this box mm. and everything had to be labeled and i'm just like i'm kind of like ali i'm like uh, we haven't, no, chuck it. We Get just want to throw chuck things it. in a box and, and move on with our lives. I'm 100% <laughs> you, 100% Kathleen, yes. And, just, and he's like, no, mama, we need to pack it white. Super so organized. White. I love that. And no, I love and that. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, you will be the death of me. <laughs> I love you, but you will be the death of me. You give me I life, but you so take much. it away. You I love what? you. Yeah. A lot of us look at our kids and say that. That's totally normal. <laughs> the, the, the stamp of a true parent. You know totally. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Kathleen, you're a saint yeah. for packing with a special oh. needs child and moving, and I, you go, girl. That's all I got to say about so that. Being so organized with mm-hmm. it, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is. God bless that kid. He's, he's a keeper. He's Aww. a good kid. Right. Thanks for calling. We appreciate mm-hmm. it. Good luck this weekend. Thank you, Kathleen. Have a good day. All right. So walkthroughs today. Yep. Closing is tomorrow. Uh-huh. Move is on Friday. What's everybody doing on Friday? I'm watching your dogs, right? Well, right. You already helping. I'm talking about everybody else. Who's trying to help? I said to DZ, give <laughs> we me need a bodies. job. Am I showing up? Am I moving? Am I wa- taking the dogs? Am I watching your kid? What do you need from me? Just direct me and I'll show up. That's you got what the I, dogs. I got you, the dogs. You holding us down. I'll still help you move. Mm. I got muscle. You, got, you do got some muscle. I'll show your dude. Let your boys, let your boys come next to me. Help me with the couch, man. You know I'm competitive. Help me with the couch. Let's go! (laughs) (laughs) All right, happy moving, DZ. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.